What happens when you die in heaven? Do you go to hell? What happens when you die in hell? Do you go to super hell? All of these questions you can find the answer to on This Paranormal Life. Welcome everyone back to the podcast, the Paranormal Podcast, where every week we investigate a brand new paranormal case and as professional paranormal investigators come to the conclusion as to whether or not it is T or it is F. True or false, baby. I'm your host for this week, Rory Powers, joined by my professional paranormal pal, Kit Greer. Boo, baby! Now, last week we had our uh, Halloween special where we had a friend of the podcast, Daniel Krupa, on the show. This this week is going to be, you know, you had your treat. This is the trick week. You had your ice cream. It's back to vegetables. <laughs> you had your treat. Now here's the trick. The trick is we're f***ing tired. <laughs> I have a cold. Kit's depressed. What else is new, folks? We thought Halloween was going to spike the numbers, but it's reverse <laughs> spiked. I didn't know spike meant down. So unfortunately, <laughs> I thought when our agent said the show was tanking, <laughs> From all I know about video games, I thought that was a good thing. So yeah, that's kind of put a little dent in the the ego of the Paranormal Pals. But we're back again, regardless. Let's just dive right in. Let's do it. I got a fun one for us this week to pick the spirits up. Okay, good luck, because I'm pretty darn. Well, it doesn't start on a good note. Oh. Our story begins on a cold, rainy night in autumn of 1821. Okay. We're in Staffordshire, England. And a man named Charles, the Earl of Shrewsbury, was traveling back from London to his home, Alton Towers. Really? Now, obviously, at this point, it's it's what, 1821? This is when Alton Towers was a beautiful country estate, uh, not a hustling, bustling theme park. Uh, So the Earl's heading home from London back to the estate. The carriage he's riding in is bumping along the path through the rain and wind. He's eager to get home when suddenly an old woman emerged from the side of the road, blocking the path. The horses roared as the carriage pulled to a stop. Run it down! What are we stopping for? Run the old hag down! They narrowly miss the old woman. Yo, codger! (laughs) The carriage is fully stopped. And obviously the Earl is pissed <laughs> obviously because he wants to get home oh my god he wants to get home london is so tiring that's why we're so tired <laughs> and the audacity of this woman to just throw herself in front of the carriage mm-hmm. so he hops out of the carriage to find out what's going on and approaches the woman who has her face covered in rags mm, it is raining after all that's fine she doesn't want to get wet on her face nothing paranormal about that nothing yet what is the meaning of this he asked Who was this woman? Mm. A messenger? A prophet? Some sort of ghostly apparition? Mm, Getting pretty ahead of yourself. She's just a woman so far. The old woman spoke from the shadows of her cloak. Got any spare change, sir? Yeah, accurate. She was a beggar. Mm -hmm. The Earl is even more pissed. (laughs) The the Earl produced a revolver. (laughs) One of his guards smacked it out of his ghost why would you scare me like that she's asking him for money asking you know oh have you got any spare change mm-hmm. he's like he obvi- obviously does obviously <laughs> i'm in golden robes <laughs> my 12 horse carriage just got sidelined he's trying to play it he's like oh not on me mate yeah i uh, paid in cards yeah today. i'm sorry yeah i was back in london they only do cards in london so 
No, I got no change. Sorry, sorry, mate. He's all, he's absolutely ringing with change. You can hear every step he takes. Gold chains clacking on his necklace as he finishes a full Subway sandwich in front of her, <laughs> offering most, none of it. The most prestigious sign of wealth imaginable. Meatball marinara, all 12 inches of it. The woman was very persistent and refused to move out of the way. This is when the Earl lost it. He flew into a fit of rage and ordered, Stand aside, woman, or so help me God I will run you down. This is more like it. But the Earl didn't realize that this was no ordinary woman. Hmm. She began to scream at him, cursing him. Oh boy. The old woman said, Heed this warning, Earl. Whenever a branch falls off the old oak tree, a member of your family will die. Whoa. Now, the quote-unquote old oak tree was a location that they were right by when they made this encounter. It's this famous, beautiful, hmm. big oak tree just off the side of the road. Okay. Interesting so far. I wonder what the Earl thought of that. Was he, you know, maybe it was like he's trying to brush it off, but really got a little shiver down his spine. He's like, I, don't, I didn't like that. I, th- I think he's so cocky, rich, and cold that he could not give a ratata's a-hole. Okay. He probably just hopped in his carriage and blat- probably like hitting a- the biggest puddle he could find on the way yeah. out, like splashing the whip. He's like, off your bag! Yeah. As he like hightails it back to the okay. prestigious Al- Alton Towers. And I meant to say, because we do have... I mean, not last week, though. No one listened last week. But no. but we do have some international listeners. So for context, Alton Towers, I haven't been there. Have you? Uh, I have actually, yeah. It. W- how would you describe it? It's like... It's strange. It's basically exactly what you would think from the start of this story. It is a giant theme park built around this huge ancient like estate okay. where they have this beautiful kind of castle and these grounds that were open to the public to visit. But then surrounding it is roller coasters and okay. you know, adventure parks or whatever all these buzzwords are. But it does have a rich history behind it. Interesting. As we'll soon discover. So the Earl rides home back to Alton Towers to hide out from the storm. But the weather continues to worsen. Strong winds batter the castle and the surrounding forest. The next morning, the Earl woke up and the storm was over. Last night was just a bad memory. That's when one of his servants burst into the room. (gasps) Your Highness, or not that, your Earlness, whatever the f*** we call you, one of your family has died. Oh no. That's not what you want to hear first thing in the morning. Of course not. The Earl couldn't believe it. He immediately hopped on his horse and rode back to the forest towards the old oak tree where he saw a loose branch on the road. I was, so he went straight to the oak tree. Yeah. Like... So he he backtracked on <laughs> on thinking that old bag was an old bag after all. Yeah. He was like, I knew it. Oh, shit. I shouldn't have oh, flipped her I off. I should have been nicer to uh, the woman. I'm starting to think that I might have got away with it if we hadn't driven through that puddle. And actually, if I hadn't flipped her off. And actually, if I hadn't <laughs> slapped her with my glove. You know he's sitting there looking at the, the branch. And his servant is just like... What did you What did you say to her? Did you uh, like Did you cross the line? Ah, no, no, I, I, I think <laughs> just I, in his head, it's like a flashback <laughs> to him being like, "I would rather my f- entire family die than you by your hand than you get a flake of my gold, you old decrepit 
goblin woman and she's like i'm not even a witch but this is so offensive i'm gonna find one to curse you and then flash forward is like no she was just um i think she was just took it really personal i was nice i was cordial as an earl is i think i didn't hold a door for her or something like that didn't you call her an old goblin woman i think it was one of the servants did that we should have him killed yeah we should have him killed for that so what is the Earl to do? Another storm could easily come around at any second and knock down more branches. I guess. So he orders his servants to chain the tree up so tightly that no branch could ever fall from it again. It's a real commitment. And that's how it remained until this very day. <laughs> what? So we're just skipping forward in time like 200 years? We're going to be jumping to and from time like Marty goddamn McFly. Oh, You're, you know, we're going to be bam, back to the past, making out with our moms. We're going to go to the future, making out with our dads. I hope not. We're going to be all Do over. Do we the have th- to make out with anyone? I never saw the movies, but I heard that's what they were about. <laughs> Would you like to see pictures of this tree? Absolutely. No, here we go. So is this 1821 or is this, this is, whatever year we're in? This is 1820 now. This is 3000 and late. <laughs> You're like, you know, that's not how time works. Check this out. Okay, so this is the tree. All right. That is the tree in its current state. Okay, folks. So we're looking at a an absolutely gnarled tree. I mean, these roots. It's one of these trees where the roots are like, what even is that? Like four foot above the ground, like minimum. Yeah. Uh, so it's all sprawled out in a very kind of... Uh, sleepy hollow kind of way i mean i mean the chains probably haven't helped its growth over the years (laughs) there's a a set of set of stairs going up to this is obviously a very visited spot very popular because we've got some uh, ancient stone steps up to it and yes most crucially several chains all strapped around branches leading down to the ground so are they are they bound to rock or something like that like I wonder how this works. I think they're just bound around the tree, but it, they've been like that for so long that in the second picture, if you look closely, the tree has grown so much around it that the chains are growing through the tree branches They now. sure are. They've been totally emerged. Also, it doesn't seem like this worked because there are branches <laughs> all over the floor, hundreds of branches, massive ones too. I mean, obviously, I don't know if this is related, but clearly the Earl is dead. Everyone who previously was related to him also dead yeah it was kind of a safe bet curse i would say yeah i think in in short term that was a smart thing to do like we will chain up the tree so no more branches can fall Mm -hmm. and you know there was one dude in the courtroom that was like bro you're gonna kill the tree yeah then the whole tree is gonna fall yeah he maybe he should have instead hired an army of uh tree experts to water that thing and look after it every day no until it's like the goddamn deku tree it is a forest tall yes it has its own face i know you mean i feel like there's a smarter way of doing this like maybe nails what nail nail the branches on just Uh, because you criticize the the chains pretty heavily but then you thought nails was like an awesome idea well it's less fatal you think nails if a a tree can't survive a goddamn nailing then it doesn't deserve to live that's my attitude towards what deforestation okay i noticed your bonsai tree out in the kitchen there yeah heck of a lot of nails in the guy he's pretty small too (laughs) yeah i thought it would take a couple to take him down but uh 
that little bastard is actually pretty resilient. <laughs> Fair play to him. You didn't use like little mini ones either. These are like four inches. I used a nail gun. The first night I fired into the little guy, he remained in place, but three of my family died. <laughs> is that related? Probably yes, because I haven't nailed him since and everyone's fine. You bought the tree, brought him home. Like they're like, yeah, just water him every couple days. Pretty easy to look after. Looks after himself, really. Yeah. You just brought him home stuck on a uh, Steeler's wheel or like stuck in the middle with you just sort of dancing around the room with a nail gun. All right, well, because this story is so old, yes, there are obviously a few different versions of it. Oh, of course. Some say it actually took place around the 1840s. A second version is that instead of a storm bringing down a branch, the Earl's son was out riding his horse the next day and as he passed the tree, the branch just snapped and it fell on him and killed him. Wow. It's a very literal interpretation of the story, I yeah. feel. Because then I think at that point, you can just keep your family away from the tree. Very You're like, please don't go near the tree because the branches will fall. Maybe that's some like Adam and Eve shit. You know, it was like, stay away from the, the forbidden tree. Yeah. You know, you can't go near it. And they're like, why? It looks delicious. Eve went up there. A branch just came loose, conked her on the head. And that was that. The snake came down. He's like, guys, I am starving. Do you have like any apples or something? And Adam is like, F off, you little goblin snake. Not only do I have no apples. Mouth full of apple at this point. He's you barely speak. Normally, I don't have any apples. <laughs> but instead of giving them to you, I would rather be evicted from the Garden of Eden. Yes. And then flash forward to, <laughs> to them being evicted and Eve is like, what did you say to that snake? He's like, I don't know. You must have just taken it really personally. I was super cordial. I tried to offer him some apples. Snake's like, I don't even know how you know how to be that mean. There's only two humans alive. A third version of the story even featured the Earl bringing the fallen branch back to the towers, performing experiments in his vault to try and break the curse. So these are very uh, sexed up kind of telling to this story. I oh, like. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that especially that last one is more <laughs> kind of dreamed up by the people who now run Alton Towers. <laughs> but there's even claims the old oak tree has been used in the 1900s for occult purposes. Oh, one resident of the Alton Towers said that her grandparents used to often ride down Barbary Gutter towards the lake at the bottom of the valley, mm -hmm. a path that would take them right past the old oak tree. Mm. One night as they traveled down the path, they noticed the glow of fire in the distance. As they approached the light, they came across a group of druids dressed in hooded brown coats sacrificing an animal on a small stone altar beneath the chained oak. Jesus. I guess the point being is that even though the origins of this chained tree are unclear, mm -hmm. it, what is clear is that it is evil as shit. Right, it's not good. It's at least spooky. Yes. To the point where people feel like this is a good place to sacrifice animals. Yeah, that's quite an interesting point. I mean, those druids... So they've got to do their thing somewhere. Yeah. I guess options are limited. Even if you're part of this cool secret like druid organization, I'm sure they have a meeting where they're like banging the gavel. And it's like, all right, next up, um, the monthly sacrifices. Uh, we got a goat. We got a goat this week. We're really excited about that. They're hard to pin down. Can anyone volunteer their garage for the sacrifice? And like Michael's just like, uh, my wife will not let us do it again. 
After the pig fiasco, we are banned from the garage. Jane, you said that um, maybe your grandparents' um, backyard was a go. I, I, I said that when I thought we were going to be sacrificing a rabbit. Mm. But anything like a goat, oh, really? I think, is too large. Oh, if, boy. if the pig was anything to go by, mm-hmm. I think that is, is too large a sacrifice. Yeah. I understand that because that pig went buck wild. It destroyed uh, family heirlooms that are irreplaceable and, and blood everywhere. I just don't want that to happen in my garage. I think we're all in agreement that the knife last time was not anywhere near sharp enough. My grandparents said that we could maybe kill the goat there if we instead strangle the goat and don't slit his throat. Is everyone okay with that? <laughs> They're like, no, we really want to stab. We need blood. You know they would get to the garage and they'd be like, all right, time for the, the sacrifice. They're all just standing around while they strangle this goat. <laughs> and then as soon as it's done, they're like, well, that was f-ing savage. <laughs> that was horrible. That was really sad. Yeah, I don't think we should have named them before we did this. <laughs> Poor Charles. <laughs> as we know, and as we've established, this tree is evil as shit. <laughs> but what if I told you, Kit, it's not just the tree that's evil. Oh. It's the entirety of Alton Towers. Oh. Even in its current amusement park form. Really? Overpriced, maybe? Uh, long queues? That's quite evil. That's quite sad. Yeah. Quite, if you go, it's quite demoralizing. Not paranormal, uh, but It's I, quite scary to ride the... a roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah? Before it was turned into a bustling amusement park, mm-hmm. Alton Towers was home to the Broom family, who oh. I believe at some point became the Bagsaw family. They lived on the massive grounds for 90 years, and paranormal encounters were often. Ghost-like figures were seen in the halls. Family members would wake up at night screaming, Aah! feeling like something or someone was kneeling on top of them. Hmm, some, uh, some sleep paralysis kind of situation. One young girl named Annie once woke up choking as if something was grabbing her by the throat. Whoa. When Alton Towers finally opened up to the public as a small tourist attraction, items would go missing from the gift shop. Now, <laughs> all right, look, I knew you were going to laugh at that because it doesn't sound paranormal. It's not unheard of, granted. <laughs> Thieves are timeless. It's the oldest profession, as they say. It's the beautiful game as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> You know, like man's first great creation was the wheel. Yeah. Then their second greatest accomplishment was ganking shit. Yes. I believe it started when someone ganked the wheel. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and then humanity really came into its own with the thievery and the murder and the killing and stuff. One, listen, one human invented fire. Just think of that. You know, 250,000 years ago. One little hairy ass cave dude. One little monkey asshole figured out fire. But and how- he fell on his Fat, hairy ass about it. Probably a lightning bolt. <laughs> Probably a lightning bolt hit a log. That dumb mother didn't do jack all. You think he was there banging flint together? Hell to the no. <laughs> you seem really animated about this guy. I just don't want him to get the credit for something he obviously stumbled across. But, but continue. I know where you're but going. But how do you think all the other monkeys got fire? Ganked, Ganked it. Live fast. Investigate. Gank it. <laughs> Gank it. But these thieveries got so bad, they, they had to recruit the chief of police to spend a night alone in the towers to catch whoever was stealing from the gift shop. There must shop. have been so little going on if the chief of police could take a night off to go stay in the <laughs> gift shop. I think he probably, they, they were nagging him about it, so he was like, if it'll make you stop complaining, 
I'll spend the night in your haunted castle. Mm-hmm. And then he does the old mannequin with like a pumpkin on top with a police chief cap Back on it. At the office, and he yeah. sneaks out to hit the bar. When the day was over at Alton Towers, he locked himself inside, turned off all the lights, and waited patiently with his Alsatian to catch the thief. By 3 a.m. he had gone mad. No, he hadn't. <laughs> claiming, Bullshit. <laughs> claiming that he had heard banging noises, footsteps all around him, and the dog was going mental, barking like it had lost its damn mind. So, I'm sorry, who lost it? So the dog and the police chief lost their minds? They both went bananas. Right. They opened the door they and they were just going... They both got chucked in the... <laughs> and the dog's like running along they the floor. They both got like, chucked in the loony bin then. These hauntings <laughs> the got... The dog in a straight jacket. <laughs> Gnawing on the pads. <laughs> hey, buddy, you got a cigarette? <laughs> As they wheel him away. <laughs> Poor bastard. Thinks he's a dog. <laughs> <laughs> the dumbest joke. Made all day. <laughs> these, these hauntings got so bad that they eventually had to call in the experts or the expert, a 1970s paranormal investigator. A great year for investigators. Around that time, they they discovered the trench coat, the mustache, the mullet, and the pedo glasses. Yeah. It all came together in the 70s. Granted, as you said, good time for paranormal investigators. Not sure is a good time for this paranormal investigator <laughs> uh, because when it came to uh, his claims as to why all of these poltergeists were appearing, he said allegedly that they are attracted to young children or queers. So I don't think wow. we're necessarily going to go with his wow. judgment. But he did say the place was absolutely haunted. <laughs> So I let's mean, take some of what he says. investigators known for being liberal? I don't know. <laughs> I It's, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if you're that scared of things, maybe uh, you're scared of a lot of other real things. I guess so. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kit, when we bottle up our emotions, it can start to affect us negatively. Sometimes it's important that we get stuff off our chest. Tell me about it. I found a UFO in the forest and now... 
this thing is attached to my chest. Jesus, that's an alien. Mm -hmm. All right, I was speaking metaphorically about dealing with emotions and talking about our feelings by using services like BetterHelp. I don't need to talk about my feelings. This thing can read my mind. Therapy can be a great way to set boundaries and become the best version of yourself. With BetterHelp, you can get matched with a licensed therapist that suits your needs. It's online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. We're saying they can get things off my chest, like uh, Zonktar here? Don't give it a name. Maybe me and Zonktar can sign up for BetterHelp together. Give it a shot, and whatever it is, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Paranormal Life. Yeah. Later in the 1980s, Alton Towers began to make the transition into full-on theme park we're talking okay rides you know this is when before it was kind of just like a tourist location you could come and visit the grounds of the castle now they're going full-on mickey mouse roller coasters water parks ferris wheels thousands and thousands of people yeah. visiting every day but even today as a full theme park alton towers experiences an incredible amount of paranormal activity it does it does and many mediums and paranormal investigators believe it is absolutely haunted and or cursed. Wow. And are they wrong, Kit? In the last dozen years, Alton Towers has had a number of accidents. People stuck inside carriages, a horrible roller coaster crash, and visitors have even taken photos of ghosts walking through the grounds. Okay, devil's advocate. One of those things is paranormal, ghosts walking through the grounds. The others are just kind of the side effects of having thousands of people crammed into roller coasters every waking moment of every year. Uh, I believe I said that Alton Towers is haunted and or cursed. The ghost, the haunting. The curse, the crashes. Okay. Makes I concede. Sense. And just to rub no, it in your no face objection, your one step further, mm -hmm. here is a picture of the ghost that was captured at Alton Towers. Unbelievably arrogant presentation of this point, but let's just see what you have to show me. I mean, yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is a photo. It is a unbelievably bad quality photo. Well, it was dark. It was very dark, obviously. <laughs> this is like, you know when you take a photo of a pitch black room with the flash on all right all it's right. like that you said enough sir and then in the center there seems to be some kind of shadowy figure it's very vague you could construe that that looks like a dress or something like that it does look like an old-timey dress maybe a nightgown ladies and gentlemen in the audience let it be known that kit has mentioned the fact that there is a dress in the picture before i have even spoken a word of it why is this going like a legal proceeding <laughs> objection bullshit not how you object yeah and there is a ghost who maybe. said to haunt the castle grounds who wears a white dress i didn't mention that and you've just mentioned it so coincidence <laughs> don't think so not this time Molina. well are we supposed to know that you didn't just make that up anyway <laughs> you're like i see a so it's like a coke can in the background oh so you know about the coke ghost <laughs> the coke ghost of in Alden Towers. <laughs> it's nothing to do with Coca-Cola. He was a massive Coke fiend that <laughs> fell off a roller coaster. Uh, yeah, other side of that coin, that could be a camera artifact. That could be anything. So Alden Towers, for the record, fully leans into the fact that this place is haunted. <laughs> they, I mean, the whole theme of the place is like 
There's cursed rides. They do ghost tours at night yeah. uh, of the old uh the old castle <laughs> bits and this photo was actually taken on a ghost tour ah i see at night through the castle grounds mm, that complicates things doesn't it i like the idea of them advertising alton towers as cursed but also safe it's like bring your kids bring the family every ride's cursed <laughs> you got your coast roll your cursed <laughs> roller coaster got the cursed haunted house one in five passengers every ride may die we don't know it's that's the curse come to Alton towers and roll the dice come along to all of our rides the woody chain the woody chain train bumper cars but there's knives on them you know that it's just terrible rides it's a bad idea for a place that offers high thrill dangerous entertainment to also promote the fact that they're cursed be funny to be in those meetings where they're just being completely in the very beginning of Alton Towers they're being totally frank they're just like this place is just so cursed it is just so haunted we've got people we've got investigators priests working around the clock to keep these ghosts at bay but it is impossible and then one guy's like what if what if we what if we roll with this what if this becomes our thing we, well, we just let the demons run wild? Absolutely. We provoke them. <laughs> we go further than anyone has gone before. We, we like, dig up some graves, you know, bury them in Alton Towers and start pissing on them day and night. Really rile them up. Now, obviously, we I've, I've given a lot of evidence today from um, different... Have you? <laughs> Sorry. From di- I've seen, well, one photo... Two, three, two of the <laughs> two of the tree, and one of the ghost. I've told you stories from the past. I've told you stories from the present. <laughs> but if all of this isn't enough for you, Kit, I've saved the best evidence for last. Oh, really? The theme park Alton Towers was even featured in an episode of the popular TV show Most Haunted. <laughs> right. In the episode, the presenter was pelted with stones by a ghost who allegedly told her to f*** off. (laughs) I don't know if that was a ghost. I have the clip. Can we watch it? We can watch it. I shamefully have watched a decent amount of this show. Uh, You never come across the Alton Towers episode? Growing up and like living at home with my parents, my mum was actually quite a big fan of Most Haunted. Uh, so I've seen yeah a weird amount of this. Well, you still live at home with your parents, so I assume you're still watching the show. Yeah, you didn't have to. Th- I wanted to sound cool. You don't have to throw me under the bus like that. You wanted to sound cool by saying how much Most Haunted you've watched. I've Fine, seen, I've seen. I episode. live at home. I force my family to watch Most Haunted every week. It's my favorite show. You got what you wanted. Uh, so this is this is the paranormal investigators, mediums, whoever they are. In Alton Towers yep. at night. Kathy, all right? Yep, just a bit nervous. <laughs> oh, what? I don't know if I can repeat the word, I just heard. Say it, what? Oh, someone just called me a <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry, but that's exactly ahead of my ear. <laughs> never in my life had that before. <laughs> I've never had that in my life before. This is from this man. I think it was. It was. A, it sounded like a male energy. <laughs> Can you place him in terms of the time period? It's probably late 17th, early 18th century. Yeah, because oh, 17, 1800s. It is a word that would have been used even then. 
Right, people yeah. think it's a recent swear, but it's not. If you are here, if this man is here, if you've just sworn at David, let yourself be known. If it was you who threw the stone, can you do it again? Oh. Blimey, that came right, right close. Did anybody get that on their camera? It's right there. You got it in your hand, you're alright, you're alright. Oh, that was right by me, that was right by me, and that was... As you can see, they're being berated by stones from ghosts. They're being sworn at, called the C-word. I mean, I don't know how far that, that dates. That was one but... of the funniest things. Oh my god. The ghost allegedly leaned into the guy's ear and called him a C-word. I don't know how far that word dates back. Yeah, they said on the show that it goes back to, uh, the, like the 1700s and stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna find out. So, turns out, uh, yeah, they're right. So that was about in that time. Fair enough. Okay, haven't got us there. Well, you know what? I'll also mention. You know, they named the time the man was from. They said around the late 17, early 1800s. Yeah, which I think he clarifies to mean around 1820 yeah they go on to get a name from the person charles could it be charles the earl of shrewsbury chucking stones because he's pissed i mean not drunk pissed problem with these shows is that is all public record the fact that you have researched this and the fact that it's a common folk tale and the fact that it's all documented in depth online fair like we first have to trust that this particular medium uh, has never heard anything about this story if you consider that even as he's being told where they're going to shoot on location yeah that he's gonna be able to just he can literally type the words alton tars ghost and like how many of the top 10 results are going to include charles in the 17 1800s when you can talk to the dead kit you don't need wikipedia you don't need google to help you you show up on the spot and you say what up ghosts on the Tell video me your secrets yeah also on the video they're getting pelted with stones i mean one of the crew goes do we get that on camera do we get that on camera? Spoiler, they didn't. I mean, if he can talk to ghosts, they don't like him. <laughs> they told him to f*** off and they all threw rocks at him. I think that's the most embarrassing thing. A little You're bit. like, you know, I can talk to ghosts. Check this out. Oh, they told me to f*** off. <laughs> it would be like, imagine going on holiday to Spain with your, with like your friends and, and you're like, you go to a restaurant. It's like, ah, leave it to me, boys. I speak a bit of Spanish. You go up to the bar and you're just like, uh, si senor. The guy just comes over and just immediately punches you in the face. Like, or if you, you know, your wish was granted and you were finally able to, to talk to your pet. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my God, Toby, how's it going, man? And Toby's like, you're, you're a piece of shit. You're like, what? You're like, I, I hate this. I hate you. I hate being yours. He, he's like, oh, you can hear me today. Okay. You're an absolute dickhead. <laughs> he starts chucking stones at you. Just starts calling you the, the c word oh it's weird because you couldn't hear me yesterday when i wanted to go for that walk in the park that's weird isn't it where you can hear me whenever you want to hear me <laughs> well i want to go no yeah i i get that you know they're making a show you can't go to a location with a full crew for a whole night and not get any footage so there is a chance 
that <laughs> the truth was exaggerated in some capacity. How do you get to 10 seasons of a ghost show? It's not by showing no ghosts. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Exactly. You get cancelled on the season one pilot episode yeah. if you don't show a ghost. Uh, so what are your thoughts, Kip? On this whole story, let's bundle all of this up. Yes. The hauntings in the castle, yes. the chain tree, the curse of Alton Towers. Let's bundle all of this up into the question, is Alton Towers haunted? Great question. <clears throat> so, to take the initial story of the chained tree, that is a badass story. I love that story. That's great. great. Uh, this should be in like some kind of HP Lovecraft a demonic world yeah some kind of bloodborne style video game a chained up tree that's cursed i would love to know are there any other explanations for why that tree is cursed do we know for sure that that is why it was chained uh no absolutely not okay i mean that's the legend surrounding mm. the tree and as i said there's already a number of variations of that story yes presumably there are variations of how why it's even chained in the first place Okay. But that's at least the popular one. Fair enough. And it's so goddamn good that no one's looking for another reason. <laughs> I guess my problem with that story is one, like stories we've covered recently. Like, a witch. Like, like last week. <laughs> Once you get into the 1700s and 1800s and people start saying, well, it might have happened 40 years later. Oh, it might have been his son. It might not have even yeah. been him. Uh, it gets pretty squirrely. The further back you go, it gets a little witchy, um, which usually isn't surrounded by the most reliable uh, testimonies. Yeah, it's kind. Of, it's kind of like you know, in a modern movie, you give J.J. Abrams enough cash to make a movie. You know, he he's gonna write a half-ass script, and then he's gonna use time travel to try and like complicate you know, it, tie up tie up the story in a nice little knot yeah uh people back in the day use witches to tie up knots in their sto shitty storylines like to fill any plot hole it's like grandpa i don't understand why him being mean to an old woman meant that his family were gonna die <laughs> did i mention she was a witch oh right okay no okay i guess that i guess that makes sense <laughs> what's a witch dad it's when someone's a bitch but also magic yeah, it's got all the all the trademarks of a story that is just too salacious and delicious to ever be true. I agree. There's a whole bunch of other versions of the story, so we're not even pinning down one to believe in. So, I think we can lay that legend to rest. Right. It is entirely possible that, as ironic as it seems, that such a joyous, magical, and wondrous place as Alton Towers could be cursed and haunted. It is possible. It might be that the druids of a couple hundred years ago, you know, did killed enough goats on that plot of land to curse it for a lifetime yeah. or two. The photographic evidence that we saw of the ghost tour itself was fine, limited as a standalone piece of evidence. But this raises a red flag. This is a ghost tour and they have to make money by providing ghosts. The same problem we run into... Uh, I don't like where you're going with this. You think there's some floating sheet being panned across the, the screen in front of people? All like, I'm Whoa. saying is that Photoshop exists, guys. If if I came to you, imagine I'm an exec from Alton Towers. 
Right. Rory, this ghost tour is absolutely, um, a, it's just a total flop. It's bollocks. Ontars is so beautiful and wondrous. Just no one believes that it's haunted at all. You've got to make me an image that convinces everyone this place is haunted and you've got to do it today. Okay. How long would it take you to make an image like that? 15 minutes. Right. Which doesn't mean that it's not real, but it just does realized mean... I really nailed my own coffin with that one. I was, yeah, I, I thought was... you were. I was like bragging. I was like, I could do that shit in a second, and I was like, oh right, you kind of <laughs> you, you really you, caught me at that. You one. should have been like, that would take a team of experts, <laughs> several weeks of in- <laughs> of investigation. But after hyper examining the picture, there are no altercations. <laughs> the problem is that this image processing technology is now available to everyone for free and it would take minutes to create this kind of fake in this day and age what about the the chief of police and his lieutenant well you told me he went (laughs) mad and him and his dog got checked into him and his lieutenant who came out a dog he went so mad lieutenant alsatian that's such a beautiful plot twist (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the other like ambulance workers at Alton Towers the morning after they see they see the police chief getting wheeled out into the ambulance and then the dog getting wheeled out into like a veterinary car yeah. and they're like poor bastards that's not the worst bit he wasn't a dog yesterday <laughs> what yeah that's Keith <laughs> Jesus Christ how does a police chief go mad in one night? Do we have any evidence at all that he went mad? Obviously not. <laughs> but we do have evidence, Kit, of stones being thrown at paranormal investigators. Look, I'm you're you're pitching me curveballs here, and I'm trying to bat them away as hard as I can. All I'm trying to say is that everyone and we've got very flimsy evidence, and everyone involved here has very very clear financial interest in this place being haunted as shit okay which is kind of not but look i don't mean to shit on the story itself uh what do you as the principal investigator on this case think i think it's cool as hell that's what i think (laughs) okay uh I'm, i'm in the same boat with you with the original story about the chain tree i think it's cool but i also think it's a cool legend I don't necessarily know um, the real backstory behind why this tree was chained. And I mean, even if an Earl did chain it to prevent some sort of curse, even that doesn't mean that there was some sort of curse. Mm -hmm. He could have just chained it up because he was mad. Yes. But I think similar to you, when it came down to it, a lot of these people that were seeing the ghosts or these quote unquote specialists that said that they knew it was haunted uh, were either not professionals or children. And I don't trust either of those two people personally, which is why this week, I believe it is a no from me. There's no curveballs this week, folks. I'm not about to say this is a yes. This is a double no this week on the case of the Alton Tars curse. But hell, Cool story. I mean, a haunted Pretty theme park. Pretty badass curse, yeah. It's a really cool idea. And I hope you guys enjoyed the journey. Going all the way back to a chain tree. All the way forward to a ghost telling someone to fuck off. It was a magical journey. But hell, I'd say we've got a bunch of listeners out there in the paranormal nation who've been to Alton Towers. Maybe they have their own stories. Absolutely. Hopefully, uh, listenership kind of comes back up for this week. 
Uh, wouldn't be hard because uh, <laughs> it was fucking zero. So, so hopefully that happens and uh, everyone enjoyed the episode. Uh, so thank you so much for listening. If you like this show, if you listen to the show on a weekly basis, what if I told you there was a way you could get more? That is by supporting the This Paranormal Life Patreon. I don't know about Kit. I can't speak for Kit because I can't read his mind. I love Yet. doing this show. It is fun. It is sexy. We love making it. Hopefully you guys love listening to it. If you'd like us to keep making more, check out the Patreon, This Paranormal Life. And if Patreon isn't for you, there's still another way you can support the podcast, which we haven't talked about in a while, which is giving us a review on iTunes. Um, apparently, I think that still helps, right? Like analytics or something, getting yeah. decent reviews. I mean, presumably it will. You know, it's it's something we didn't anticipate, but you guys, um, we never really mentioned it that much in the beginning, but you guys were incredibly generous and gave us um, like just glowing reviews especially in the beginning and that allowed us to reach even more people by um because it made us appear in charts and itunes which is something we never expected and that's amazing yeah and as we said numbers are down to zero yes we really need a big pickup here so if you haven't rated the podcast on itunes before feel free to go and do it it's easy you can do it straight from your phone and as always, if you have supported us on Patreon, we'd like to end the show by giving you a very special thank you. That's right. Thank you very much to John Ioannidis. John, here's a net. You will need this to catch Bigfoot himself. Yeah, it's a pretty massive net. Pretty massive net for a pretty massive foot. So grab some trank darts and hit the trails, brother. Good luck. We ain't coming with you. <laughs> Hell no. Thank you also to Mark McElwain. No Mark McElwain? No Mark McElgain. What does that even mean? Without this guy around, every idea, every project's a sinking ship. I think that's what we were missing last week with Halloween. So good to have you on board. Hopefully we can get the numbers up this week. (laughs) Into double hell. Maybe uh, high double digits this week would be awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Mark. Thank you also to Mark Accorsi. Mark, a corsey, rides a horsey. Is that Mark coming down the road? Mark, got my thumb out. Give me a lift. Give me a lift, you stingy bastard. I would rather <laughs> slit my own horse's throat than let you anywhere near him. Then a tree branch comes off the tree and just takes him off the horse. Oh. That's what happens when you don't throw your coins in the bucket of the paranormal pals you get cursed but he did so he's fine for now (laughs) thank you also to mr daniel hudson daniel hudson the mud son that's right he was a boy that was left in the swamp by his parents (laughs) raised by the wilderness (laughs) raised by the mud (laughs) and the sun the hot sun because whenever whenever the hot sun's bearing down, where is cool and moist? Mud, Mud town, baby. Whenever it's too cold out, where is warm and cozy? The Mud. Mud. Yeah, the Mud was his best friend growing up. And now, he's, he's probably his biggest enemy. Because <laughs> he's got a lot of bad memories of the Mud. A, he's a cryptid. Hopefully one day we will catch. Till then, happy Mud and Daniel Huddy. Thank you, too. Oshin Kievers. Oshin Kievers, king of the beavers. Similar to Mudson, uh, he was also abandoned by a river, raised by the beavers. 
Yeah, it's pretty awful to be raised by beavers yet be scared of a river. But luckily, uh, through that process, he's become very good at building dams. Yeah. Preserving things like water and money, which he funnels gently out one side to the pa- the the pockets of the paranormal peasants. It's pretty time-consuming to pan for gold. Yeah, but beavers are in there all day long. You know, they come across untold quantities of gold, and that's why Oshin's been just, just a couple Bing. nuggets Bing. into the bucket. We appreciate it. Thank you also to Jana Beck. You demand a Jana. We appreciate you, Nell. I'll back you a cake for it. I swear to God. I'll back you a whole tray of brownies. To show my appreciation. Enough said. <laughs> Thank you, lastly, but not leastly, to Yovani Umavasi. Yovani Udamansi. That's right. I know I just said that Jana is the mana, but there are actually two men, manas, who are strongly supporting this podcast. That's right. And we appreciate both of them. Hell, you know what? F*** it. I'll back you a cake, too. <laughs> I got the flour. I got the eggs. Last one's turned out pretty good. That's yeah. right, I scalped one off, see how it tasted? I caveman-style ganked it from a bakery. I didn't beck it myself, hell no. Remember folks, ganking is the mother of invention. Exactly. Thank you to everyone we've shouted out today, everyone we've shouted out previously. And if you haven't heard your shout-out just yet in the podcast, that's probably because it's coming up. Um, if you think, if you pledged a long time ago and you think we have missed it, it's possible, we try our best. But um, yeah, just fire us a quick email. We'll get it out there next week. Uh, But in the meantime, we will see you next week for a brand new paranormal tale. Bye-bye, folks. Ciao.